everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Welcome. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Gloria Grace Rand. Known as the insightful copywriter, Gloria Grace Rand shows service-based entrepreneurs how to gain clarity, confidence, and connection to your divine nature so you can create a business with more impact, influence, and income. Gloria is also an inspirational speaker and author of the Amazon number one international bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. So welcome, Gloria. Thank you so much, Larissa. I'm so glad to be here and, and be able to share, hopefully, something worthwhile with your audience today. Well, I hope so, too. <laughs> I put you on the spot or anything. but <laughs> So can you share some of your story and the path that's brought you to where you are today? Oh, I would be happy to. Yeah, it's been it's been a long and winding road and um, uh, filled with... Um, Synchronicities. I'm, I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm actually working at a TED talk right now, and 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 that's sort of my my um, theme of it is that these things have happened in my life, and um, sort of miracles really happen. So I, um, my background before I started even my business, I used to work in television. I was a writer producer for the nightly business report in America and did that for many years. And then um, we had an opportunity to move out of Miami where the show was based up to Orlando. And so I had to reinvent myself in a a sense. So I uh, was getting these letters in the mail that said, can you write a letter like this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think so. I've already been doing some writing. And it was a, it was a course on how to do um, uh, copywriting, uh, direct mail copywriting. And then I actually wound up investing in online, uh, doing SEO copywriting because everything was moving online at the time. And so I've been doing that business for... <laughs> It's like been a really long time now since 2009. I can't believe it. It's like time just flies, and 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 really enjoying enjoying that. Really, uh, you know, learning how to be able to write for businesses and and to help them to attract their clients. And um, along the way, though, uh, in about 20 well 2015, um, my sister was diagnosed with cancer, and that sort of really. Um, I had already sort of been on a spiritual journey, which I've just in, in going over, kind of looking back at things, realizing, oh, this journey actually started before then. Um, but it got accelerated then. Um, in fact, two months before she passed, I got this idea to write this book about love. And I thought it was crazy because I'm like, I do online marketing. Where is this idea coming from? So I now call it my divine download. And, and 
and what love was, was an acronym. And so it's this four-step process that I write about in the book. And it, in a sense, in, in going through that process and, and also going through the grieving process and um, doing some personal development work, and I was still meditating and doing a whole bunch of different things. And, and in writing about the book, I realized that the book was actually for me and it was to teach me how to stop doubting myself and how to start being myself. And in the process of doing that, it just uh, has opened me up so much that I'm doing um, a lot more spiritual type work. And, and my part of this book really was, you know, I would just ask God like, okay, what do you want me to say? You know, <laughs> it's like, you gave me this idea. So what am I supposed to know about this? And so I really sort of leaning into that and, and even doing some other uh, spiritual work as well. So that's, that's sort of where I am today. <laughs> I love those, you know, those uh, divine downloads that we get, right. Yeah. And then it's like, I woke up one morning a week or so ago and I had a whole program outlined and it was like, okay. And by noon it was all done. And I wow, was like, <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> I totally understand that. So yeah. Yeah. So what does healing with creativity mean to you? I love that phrase. That's really a really great, um, a great phrase. I think it's about, um, finding ways to 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 heal that that are more um, maybe not the traditional uh, you know going to a doctor and getting a pill um, which is really good for maybe treating symptoms but it doesn't necessarily work on the underlying causes for an ailment so um, being creative, coming, you know, trusting your intuition. That's one of the big things in my book is that I, I learned how to do is to really trust my inner wisdom. And I think that when you do that, that is when you learn to be creative and you can come up with um, either exploring new modalities, um, things like Reiki, which, which again is like something that I had done years ago and, and then sort of let slide. And I'm, I'm sort of going back to that again now. Um, and, and being open to all sorts of um, different things, you know, being open to maybe Eastern um, healing techniques as opposed to Western, you know, acupuncture and, and things like that. And, or maybe even just finding that meditating or maybe singing or, or something like that can be something that can be healing as well. Finding, finding your voice and expressing it, um, maybe even just Journaling, frankly, journaling for me proved to be very healing. Um, and, and that's a creative outlet as well. So, yeah, I think that, that that's where I land on that subject. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's true because it, it sort of encompasses all of those, right? And yeah, yeah, so important. So important. So what inspires you in the work that you do? Well, I think just inspire, maybe even inspires me in general is nature. Um, being, being outside actually this morning, I'm, I'm fortunate in that I live, uh, I only live an hour from the beach. And so I like to periodically go uh, and spend even just, even if it's just an hour there, an hour and a half there, and just to sort of soak in um, mother nature and soak in the salt air. And that helps to um, spark um, new ideas and, and things. So anytime that I can be out in nature that, that inspires me. And and then also 
clients will inspire me and in in what they are requiring and and how I can serve them because ultimately um, I, I want to be of the highest service that I can be to my clients and so um, when I can find out what it is that drives them and and what it is that they are called to do in this world if then I can be a uh, a vehicle to help them achieve that, then I love doing that. So um, yes, I think those would be sort of the, especially as it relates to work, um, clients will definitely inspire me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're coming from, so this copywriting background, probably big money, I think of how much I pay a copywriter. So I think big money and going into the more spiritual realm. And there's a lot of talk around monetizing spiritual healing creative works what are your thoughts on that um well it's interesting i was i've actually just been reading i'm trying to think what i was reading oh actually was it no it was in reading a book about reiki again um the the founder of reiki who who had come up with this he he was giving his services away for free and then he noticed that people kept coming back um, because things, they weren't really getting help or they weren't even applying it. And he realized that there needed to be an energy exchange. There needed to be, you know, a monetary exchange for the services. So I know in, in working with um, different clients I've worked with over the years, especially people in like healing modalities, that um, they feel uncomfortable asking for money because, you know, they have big hearts, they want to help everybody. And you need to remember that you also need to help yourself. And, and so that if you're not making enough money, then you're not going to be able to help anyone else because then you're going to be out of business, frankly. Um, and, and it does make a difference that when someone, you know, you go to a doctor, you pay money to a doctor, you go to a lawyer, you pay money to a lawyer. So if you are going to someone who is going to help you, um, you know, whether it is spiritually or, or it is for uh, an alternative type of healing, you need to respect, they took time to learn how to do this practice. They are, they're taking time um, to then uh, practice it. And, and so it is important to have that energetic exchange and money is what we have <laughs> for that energetic exchange. So it's uh, one of the things I talk about in the book, the V in love stands for value your uniqueness. So it's not only appreciating who you are, but then also placing a monetary value on that as well. Yeah, and I think it's really important that energetic exchange, right? Because um, as we've seen time and again, when people get things for free, they they don't value it the same. Yeah, exactly. Right? So yeah. if they have some skin in the game, if you will, mm-hmm. they value it a bit more. So yeah, that's that's really yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. And what creative healing modality do you use the most for yourself? Um, well, right now... Um... I have been doing something since, let's see, I guess it was about last new, yeah, it's been about six months now. I have been doing something called light language, um, which I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's, uh, it's a way of channeling um, messages. And, and the first time that I was, I heard someone do this, I was actually at a business conference and one of the speakers there um, was actually talking about that she does this work and she talked about her story of how she she got involved in it and then she actually demonstrated and did this um, you know reciting in a way or channeling this this language and I found myself just crying because it 
my soul resonated <laughs> with with the you know you, you know it's not you can't really understand it it's 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 akin to like speaking in tongues um you know maybe if you're of religious background and so even though i couldn't understand it um, logically with my head and with my brain my soul felt it and so i've been actually doing that now and i've been able to i've been fortunate enough to be able to um you know, share it with a couple of clients now and, and starting to, to incorporate that. But it really is a, a really great way of being able to release um, stuck energy and to, um, it's, it's helped me a lot in, in, in just continuing to heal myself and kind of let go of some of the, uh, the old traumas and things that I had as a kid and to really step into who I want to be now, which is essentially not only a copywriter, but you know, a, a light worker and to real be able to bring more light and love into this world. I love that. I love that. So then what would you say you're the most proudest of in your life? Oh, let's see. Other than my two children, uh, <laughs> as I have two grown kids who have turned out to be um, really wonderful adults, kind, loving, smart kids they found significant others and and are doing well um i would say i'm proud of me actually because hmm, yeah <laughs> in fact i'm like getting teary-eyed at the thought of that because i have i've overcome a lot i had you know i wouldn't I had a lot of advantages. In fact, my sister, who you know, passed away a few years ago, you know, she would jokingly say that I was spoiled. And I suppose compared to her, her um, childhood, because we were ten years apart, um, I was probably did well, not probably. I did have more advantages than she did, but I also had my own share of stuff that I had to deal with as well. But I, I'm I'm a survivor, and I and I keep fighting, and I keep finding. Um, ways um not only to help others but to help myself and um and i'm proud of that so yeah so i'm proud of i'm proud of me for still being here and uh and fighting the good fight or we're really spreading more love instead of fighting how about that instead yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's so true i don't think we give ourselves enough credit right we don't give ourselves enough credit and that yeah. is something to be proud of to not only have survived, but then to have thrived, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you've turned it around and actually thrived in your life, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I even got the book written. It was like, this, I mean, that idea came to me in the fall of 2016, and it took me until um, just like last, uh, the end of the year, last year, <laughs> to yeah. get it done, and it was published in February. So, yeah, so that was a big accomplishment. <laughs> that is a big accomplishment, I know. Because it, it takes a lot. I have a, quite a few unwritten books. I have some okay. written and unpublished, but some unwritten as well. Yeah. So I know some of them take longer <laughs> than others. So. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would that be? I think it really is. Um, well, we've sort of got two different ideas competing here. So, so the one on one hand is to really to have people value themselves and to really appreciate who they are and, and to realize that we are spiritual beings and we are all connected. We are so much more alike than we are different. 
And that if we can look past the, you know, cultural or the racial or sexual, all of these things and still appreciate that we are um, created in some, you know, whatever you believe, God, the universe, somebody's image. Um, but essentially, we're all energetic beings. We are all made of, uh, you know, what is it? Some people say like starlight, you know, in a way, and that we are all alike so that we could appreciate one another so much more. And so that we could, you know, minimize some of this conflict, but a lot of it starts, or most of it really starts with loving ourselves, really coming to love ourselves and understanding who we are, because then we can go ahead and love others, you know, because that's what it says, you know, I mean, even in the Bible, it's like, you know, love one another as you love yourself. So, but we got to love ourselves first. Well, and I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest problems we have is that people don't love themselves. So how do they love others, right? And so when you work on yourself and you start to heal and you can come to love yourself, you can then open up space for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, so true, so true. So I know every woman I've spoken to has struggled with imposter syndrome. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume at some point you have as well. And if you have, how have you worked through that? Uh, Well, it it really has been, um, well, if, if it's okay, I'll share with you what love stands for in the book, because that's really what I have used, put into practice. So, so the L stands for let go and let God. And that's really letting go of these um, beliefs that you're not worthy and, and, and all of that. And, and that you are, um, you know, you are somebody of value that even if somebody does the same thing as you do, they're still not the same because they're not you. They don't have your life experiences. Um, the O is open your heart to receive. And so it is about receiving um, in- guidance from your higher self and, and, and being open to even new ideas and things like that. And, and as I said, V is value your uniqueness, value who you are, all the experiences, the knowledge, and, uh, and, and own that, that you are worthy and you have value and you don't have to compare yourself to other people. And then the E stands for embrace your divinity. And so that's what I was just talking about, just really appreciating that you are a spiritual being. You are, I believe, a child of God. That's how I, even though I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore, I still, I still like the term God to me, but I know some people don't. Um, but realizing that you are a unique, special individual and you came here on this planet to do something and to learn something. And so if you've been called to do a particular um, profession, career, job, or whatever, um, then do it. Just, just own it. And don't worry about comparing yourselves to other people because they're comparing themselves too. So if we can stop comparing ourselves to other people, then we won't have to worry about any of that. So just concentrate on being the best you you can be and being of service to other people. And then that'll take care of itself. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a lot of the um, polarization we see nowadays is that uh, in service to self or service to others, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that sort of, it's all about me or it's all about everyone. And, and we're seeing a lot of that. So, yeah, yeah I think it's so important in, in whatever you're doing, it's about service to others. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
And do you have an inspirational quote or a motto that you live by? even this um, week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, um, you know, I love, I love the Marianne Williamson one about, you know, um, and I, and I can't, I'm not going to remember it all now, but it's like, you know, uh, you know, how can you, um, not be, you know, who, who you are, you know, that you are a, a child of God and, and, you know, don't let your light dim, you know, but shine it in the world. Um, I also, but I also like the one that says, you know what, um, uh, oh, hang on. It's, it's, oh, the time will never be just right. So, you know, if you want something, you've got to go for it. <laughs> and, and I think that's important, you know, kind of seize the day and, and take advantage of opportunities. And, and when you see things come through, um, you know, pay attention to them. Like, like when I, when I had this idea to write the book later that morning, I saw an email from Hay House, who they publish, you know, inspirational books and self-help books, and it was offering a boot camp to write a book. And I'm like, okay, I guess, God, you're serious that I should write a book about love, because I know these people will help me because they're, they're more in that personal development type of space. And so I signed up for it. So it's, it, you know, it's important to be, um, to pay attention to those signs and, and take action when you see them. Because mm-hmm. there is no perfect time. So yeah. if you wait for the perfect time, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit more about your book? And because um, it, it sounds wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. It's um, like I say, it deals with uh, a little bit about sort of my journey in and even in business and that I was um, uh, struggling a, a bit at the, especially at the beginning because of a little bit of imposter syndrome and, and really not believing in myself. And, and then also I, I share some stories about my sister as well, because she was, um, she was a massage therapist and um, she, you know, we both had, we both grew up with hangups about money uh, and also, and so um, I, I share a story in there about when uh, one Christmas, a client wanted to give her a really big bonus and she called me and she's like, I don't know if I can accept it. And I was like, I would accept it. I'm like, yeah. And, 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 you know, don't you give her good work and has she given you referrals and, and, you know, and so sharing a lot of these things. So um, I thought it was important to be able to use that as an example of when we're not valuing ourselves. And, and I do um, offer in the book as well, some exercises for each uh, section because I divided into four sections. So the like, Oh my God, and all of that and, and some practices and, I'd say probably the overarching um, recommendation, I think that probably shows up in just about all four sections, and which has really helped me the most, has been a meditation practice. Um, because I really think that when you can go quiet and, and spend some time with yourself is what will help you then to learn to listen to yourself and to hear um, those nudges when, you know, it, you know, get, you get those little glimpses of like, oh yeah, I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be a good idea. And then you act on it. So um, yeah. So that's essentially uh, what the book is about, how, how I learned how to apply this in my, in my life, as well as um, uh, sharing some anecdote, anecdotes from my sister as well. Oh, excellent. Well, we'll definitely have the links there. And I see you've got a free gift, um, a guide called Uniquely You, Move from Self-Doubt to Self self-love in four simple steps. So we'll put that link as well. 
And I just want to thank you so much for being here. Do you have any final words before we go today? My final words, since you were talking about creativity at the beginning, um, is I think be, be open to be open to those creative nudges that come your way. I mean, one, one thing that happened last year during the pandemic, um, something that I hadn't done since I was probably seven years old, even though I've been, I've been a musician. Uh, I've played different instruments all my life. I've sung in choirs, but last year I actually wrote a couple of songs, which I had not done, like I said, since seven. <laughs> and it was a really bad song that, that I wrote. Um, um, but I just, in and, and it, the ideas came to me during it, during a, a meditation. And so um, to, to be open to these little creative nudges and, and things that come your way and, and have fun. I think that's the other, that's the other thing. Have fun. I didn't have enough fun in my life. And I, uh, a lot of times, and so I've, I think having fun, life is short. We never know when, when our time is going to be up. So have fun while you're here, live fully, love deeply and engage authentically, which is also what that live, love, engage means. So go out there and do that, have some fun and do that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. To our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Are you a daily journaler? Do you want more creativity in your day? We have two great creativity journals to start your day with. One for people who already have a journaling practice and one for people who are new to journaling. Both are an amazing way to start your day. Both make the perfect gift for a person in your life. Check out Have an Amazingly Creative Day and How Do I Have an Amazingly Creative Day? Both currently available on Amazon. Click the link below to purchase yours now.